Darby Cast Monday Sports. We're going to get into it. We're going to get into it today. You're saying, what are we getting into, brah? What are we getting into today? I'm going to tell you right now. I'm going to tell you right now. We're getting into the 1994 movie, Little Giants. I don't think I've seen that movie in, eh, I want to say over 20 years. After a beach day with the squad, a couple of us, we get together and we're like, ah, let's throw on a flick. Let's throw on a movie. Let's throw on Little Giants. We thought about maybe throwing on uh, Blank Check, where uh, Preston Waters assumes the false identity of a Mr. McIntosh, forges a check, and then uh, withdraws a million dollars cash from some some fat banker named Biederman. Biederman finds out, he gets pissed, so he dispatches his boy, his uh, his homeboy Juice, to uh, go shake down a kid and be like, Biederman, you fucked up, dude. You fucked up. I don't know what your relationship with Juice is, where where you guys met. But like, why did you got to bring Juice into it, Biederman? You fat slob. And then the whole thing turns out okay for Preston Waters, quote unquote, Mr. McIntosh, because of FBI agent Shay Stanley, who was a fox, by the way. Pretty inappropriate that she and uh, the kid like kissed at the end of the movie. I was like, whoa, that was uh, that was a little different. I don't think that's quite appropriate. But there's also a part of me with the South Park vibe, and I'm like, nice. I don't know. Well, I don't know how to feel about it. But you're saying you also watched Blank Check, did you not? Or you've seen that recently? And I'm going to tell you, no, it's been probably a decade since I've seen that. I just have. Um, an odd memory that uh, stores useless information constantly, but it's coming up in a podcast in a powerful way. So useless question mark, get fucked. So little giants, little did I know that that movie was peppered shamelessly with a whole lot of ideological propaganda. And you're saying like, all right, man, you're going too far. You're getting a little right wingy on us. Like you're saying propaganda and movies. You're saying you're saying media uh, is being used to uh, change our kids' attitudes and belief systems. Get out of town, man. It's a that's the stance of a right wing nut job. And like I said in one of my earlier podcasts, I don't self-identify as a right-wing net job, so check fucking mate. Yeah, 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 I self-identify as uh, yeah, kind of on that moderate spectrum, whatever the fuck that means now that the political spectrum has been totally imploded and the left continues to go ceaselessly into nonsenseville. Keep that train moving, right? Right? There's inventing issues to solve. And they've got to be done immediately, boy. They got to fix them. But this is about sports. This is about sports. This isn't. This isn't some kind of cultural. Yeah, it's entirely cultural because we're talking about movies. But it's sports, okay? So, for those of you who don't remember the plot of Little Giants, let me just give you a, a refresher. So, there's this kid 
Danny O'Shea and his brother, Kevin O'Shea. Kevin O'Shea, big kid, athletic. He ends up winning the Heisman Trophy, a couple uh, NC2A championships. Comes back, starts a Chevy dealership in his hometown. He wants to coach a peewee football team. And his little nerd brother, who's just like a, a complete pussy for his entire life, he's been just a, a major puss. And I know some of you are like, some of you like, oh, that's degrading. And and you don't even know pussies can take a pounding. And I'm like, I don't know how that really refutes what I'm saying. In fact, it just makes it a, it makes it way worse. Anywho, Danny, the little brother, he's had a, a grievance with his older brother for not being picked on the neighborhood football team when they're playing like a little pickup football in the summertime. And he's never let that go. But man, does that movie, is it peppered with social justice nonsense the entire fucking way? And I don't know, maybe some of you are like, yeah, social justice is the only justice. Social justice is the only justice. I'm like, yeah, I sure hope that never, uh, that never comes about in uh, the court of law. But Little Giants, the Icebox, Rad Tad, Junior, Spike. Man, I have so many thoughts on this. Spike, he was also the, you know, my buddy watching that movie. He's like, you know, that guy was also, uh, he was the villain in the Disney Channel original movie, Brink, about rollerblading. And I just turned to him, I'm like, how fucked up would that be to be typecast as like an evil, as an evil kid, as like a, you know, child actors, if you haven't noticed, a lot of them turn out kind of, kind of weird. And it's like, eh, it can't be good for a kid to be like, all right, you're going to be a complete fucking, you're going to be a piece of shit. We're going to make you really mean and angry. And you're going to have zero bandwidth for any emotions other than cruelty and rage that work out for you, bud. And the parents of that kid are like, yeah, 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 yeah. Sign the checks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, check. Yeah. Can we have the money? Can we have the money now? Interesting stuff. But what a fucking movie that was. Icebox. Icebox. And she was right to roast her dad and be like, why do you call me Icebox? And the dad's like, he doesn't have a good answer. But you know what the answer is, right? Like why Icebox had to be so butch. Because there's a difference between being like a tomboy and like being good at sports. And a lot of you are thinking like, oh, you're just a misogynistic piece of shit chauvinist who doesn't think women should play sports. I didn't actually say that. I think sporty chicks are pretty, uh, pretty rocking. I think they have a good sense of things like teamwork, uh, working, working hard to overcome a challenge, understanding that. You should win with an attitude of grace and you should lose and have that inspire you to come back and do better next time. There were so many things right from the get go in that movie that I was just like, I watched this as a kid and I'm thinking like, yeah, it's an underdog story. It's cool. There's a couple of uh, nut shots where people get kicked in the nuts. That's a good movie. But meanwhile, they're just sneaking stuff in the whole fucking time. They're sneaking it in there. Just the weak weak dudes. Do you know why Icebox had to be so manly? I still need to get this point across. It's because there had to be some kind of male presence in that household. Is that why chicks are becoming manly now and like lifting weights and having backs that are like really broad and 
burly and gnarled like an old oak tree. You just like, oh, hey, hey, uh, nice back muscles. And there might be some dudes who are into that. Exhibit A, Danny O'Shea, he was probably into that. But yeah, his daughter had to step up and, and be more masculine because he was like kind of a little bitch. And in the beginning of that movie, too, I just this one, I think it it might fly over some people's heads. But boy, does it just hit me right in the fucking face. Yeah, this was crazy. He's having a heart to heart with his daughter, Icebox, and be like, well, your mom, you know, when she left us and it's like, whoa, 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 Bops, let me stop you right there. Did you just say us? As if uh, there was somehow uh, kind of a shared culpability of your marriage failing. Yeah. Was uh, was Icebox like terrorizing her mother? Yeah, I don't know if that was it. I think she just got a little tired of uh, of having to be both the male and the female in the relationship. And and the guy uh, just being like, God, I'm going to go slice up a papaya and. Eat it slowly. What, I don't know what dads like that say. Fuck, I don't know. I don't fucking know. What a mess. Yeah, but all the dads of the little giants and these kids. What a disservice these parents are doing to these kids and and not being able to be like, yeah, like you didn't make the football team because you're not that strong. You're not fast and you can't catch or you just don't have a whole lot of skills related to football. That doesn't mean we don't love you and that you can't be good at other things. In fact, you are good at other things and we should develop those skills. That way you you can enjoy success and develop some kind of sense of personhood that's consistent with your abilities. But no, no, no. This movie in 1994, it feels like it could have been written yesterday. Boy, do they just go over the top on saying like, hey, hey, hey. If you have a sibling rivalry that should have ended many years ago and you can't discern your ego from your actual abilities, I've, I want to invite you to my football team. There's a place for you on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All you kids who are shitty at football, I'm going to take you away from discovering things about yourself that you might be good at. And we're going to try to develop things that you are predisposed to failing at. How does that sound, pal? Huh? Icebox? Man, and I think the kids were like 10 or 11, you know, somewhere in that range, 10, 11, 12. And I'm going to be honest with you. If you took a bunch of dorks who weren't that athletic and you squared them off against like some kids that were very good at football, big, strong, athletic, fast, and you squared them off in a game and you're like, all right, have at it. Let the winds of fate decide how this one shakes out. Those kids on the fucking on the nerdy team, they are going to suffer some life altering injuries all because this brother couldn't give up his grievance with his older brother and be like, "Eh, I'm not good at football. I understand why you didn't really pick me. I had to get used to uh, tolerating the emotion, the emotions that came with rejection, because that's a part of life that happens almost on some sort of daily basis is navigating the emotions that come with disappointment. It's like, yeah, maybe we should, we should foster their self-esteem and their confidence a little bit in, uh, in the early years. But eventually, I don't think we're really doing a whole lot of favors to these kids by being like, no, 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 no. You should never feel bad about anything. And you should demand that you belong everywhere, no matter what. 
Like, I'm just thinking back if like, if I were in middle school and I showed up at the, the math club, I don't know if we had a math club, but if I showed up at the math club and I was like, I'm, I'm in now and I want to be president. And there's, and if you, if you say no, it will be hell to pay. They probably would ask like, so are you any good at math? And, and I'd be like, no, not really, but I belong here because I think I do. Do you understand the logic in that? And back then, you know, a mere you know, 20 years ago, it would have been like, yeah, yeah, you don't, you don't get to be a part of math club. They wouldn't have had a problem saying that. They'd be like, listen, dude, like you're like pretty good at basketball, right? Why don't you go fuck around with that? Yeah. Like, no, no, no math club isn't for you. Like you gotta have some kind of ability to uh, have a little bit of introspection and be like, oh, well, what am I good at? What am I good at? That's the basis of capitalism. If you want to, uh, if you want to get into it there, if you want to bring this into economics on a sports Monday, maybe some of you are like, oh, I want it all sports. And I'm like, yeah, well, it's related to, it's related to capitalism. And it's not just sports. It's uh, just developing your strengths and becoming good at things that you're predisposed to being good at. Things that match kind of uh, your vibe and, and your build. Understand? Do you get that? A lot of people have a really hard time accepting that these days. And it's like, ah, why can't we just talk about reality as it is? It's okay if you're not good at certain things. Just get good at the things that you can and then try to provide some kind of value to other people and then monetize it and then buy things from people who are good at other things. And that's how the open marketplace works in a capitalist system. And mind you, we, we live in a pretty fucked up, uh, fucked up time where uh, capitalism's kind of gone off the rails, but by no means is socialism a, a, a viable option. But people are like, oh, socialism, everybody plays, everybody wins. AYSO, little giants, you know, that's what it is. Little Giants should have been an AYSO film. And now that I'm thinking about AYSO and movies from my childhood, I'm thinking about the, the movie Ladybugs. I don't remember that nearly as well as Blank Check, but I do remember it featured Rodney Dangerfield, that uh, goofy, big-eyed, uh, hey, get a load of this guy, you know, that action. But it's some dude, and I don't remember why he doesn't make his team. Maybe he like shows up late to the tryout or some shit, so he joins the girls' team, and he obviously kicks the shit out of all of them. He he wears a wig and and like puts some oranges in a sports bra, and it's like, man, they were seeding kids with these fucking ridiculous ideas for a long time, a long fucking time. I didn't even realize it. Of course I didn't. Of course you didn't. We were kids, man. We were kids. How the hell are you supposed to know? I was reading a study the other day. Children can't discern a television program from the commercials until, on average, about age seven. And it's like, meanwhile, they're just putting, they're putting these messages into movies as early as 94. And I'm going to be honest with you, it, it was probably, uh, they were probably doing it well before then. It had to seep back into the, the 80s, the 70s. I don't know how how heavy it was going on in the 60s. It's like, oh man, this is a weird deal. This is a weird deal. Icebox. I don't know how Icebox grows up. You'd have to think that she would struggle. Icebox probably flip-flopped on just being like, ah, maybe I'm a lesbian. 
But then she was like, no, my dad's just a pussy. That was, that could have been a conversation she had with herself and probably a lot of people. uh, I mean, if you're offended by things like this, like, you know, jokes, you're probably like, I'm going to write a letter to you. And I'm like, "Eh, you're more than welcome. Info at DarbyshireUSA.com. I won't respond to it, but go ahead, write it anyway. Man, the ideological propaganda. And it's got to be crazier now, right? Like if this was the stuff that was coming out in 94 and now this is like kind of mainstream thought, what's the crap that's being pushed in the kids stuff now? Like I have no clue. I should probably watch some animated movie. It's going to be some uh, movie about a gal who uh, she's in a wheelchair and then her dog dies and she's like, but I want to join the WWE officer scraps, my dead dog. I'm really getting off topic. I'm giving a lot of side remarks and I know I tend to do that. There's some of these, uh, some of these podcasts where it's a nice coherent narrative about some made up person like Jared or Derek, but you got to give, you got to give yourself license to kind of go all over the place. And that's what I do at least as you've probably noticed. Yeah. Little giants. What a mess. Madden shows up. He's like, Dad, hey, the old bus broke down. We're trying to go to Omaha. It's like, you go to Omaha? The fuck is in Omaha related to the NFL? I don't know of much there. I've got to tap these podcasts off a little bit earlier. Realize the attention span of your average listener isn't necessarily that high. And I, I don't want to make this like a three-minute episode, but I also don't want to make it like a two-hour episode, even though I probably could every time. So I, I kind of want to keep it in this nice little Goldilocks zone, of like the 30, 35 minutes. You know, some days a little bit shorter, some days a little bit longer, and just kind of keep it in there, keep it in the range. And when people uh, start commuting again and getting back out in the world, you know, the average commute time is about 26 minutes. Maybe I should uh, be aiming for that. Who knows? Who knows? But people really, it's like, yeah, you maybe work from home from now on. But maybe you just take a little Darby cast break. Maybe you wake up, maybe you throw it on. Then you send it to some uh, some pals in the in the group text, your girls, your guys, and you're like, hey, you remember uh you remember that movie Little Giants? Yeah, get a load of all the dads in there who are complete effeminate pushovers if they're in any way associated with the the little giants, but then anybody who's associated with with the Cowboys, America's team. By the way, they're just portrayed as these like pig-headed jackasses. I think the message, it, and it wasn't even that heavy-handed. I found myself agreeing with a bunch of the shit that former Heisman winner Kevin O'Shea was saying. He's like, you know, it's probably good that these kids get used to rejection. They're like, uh, they're like twelve years old. It's okay. It's a part of life. They can be good at other things. And I'm, I'm like, that's, uh, that's pretty sensible. I, uh, I get that. Probably as a kid, I didn't know any better, and I was like, you don't even know. You don't even know, man, you're evil, you know, because you're watching the movie. You got you don't know what the fuck's going on. You're a kid. You're like, yeah, you're evil. It's like, nah, this this guy, he got it. He understood. Yeah, we have we have different uh, we have different skills and abilities and uh, dispositions. And we should probably go more towards. You think I could just waltz into NASA today and be like, I feel like a rocket scientist. So I'm in you. You think they're going to give a little pushback? You think I walked to Google today and I'm like, I feel like a a computer programmer unlike the world's ever seen. And they're like, well, do you know how to uh, use uh, 
C++, you know, Python, Java. What do you, uh, what's your preferred coding language, sir? I'll be like, I don't know any of that, but I feel amazing at coding. I feel amazing. Let me in. Pay me for this. Can you imagine having that naive and, and ridiculous of a mindset? And do these people, are these people actively just these psychopathic extortionists who are like, oh, I'm going to take whatever I can because nobody's stopping me right now. Nobody's stopping me from uh, saying all this ridiculous bullshit and uh, inviting myself to parties. Eh, I think there's probably some psychos in there. I think there's some nonviolent psychos who, who are really taking advantage of uh, the fact that people haven't really been giving pushback to them for being these weird extortionists. I think that time is kind of ending, though. Uh, listen, I'm decent at basketball. You think I'm going to show up uh, to, to Lakers practice and be like, all right, so where's my jersey, guys? Where is it? I feel like uh, I belong on this team. So you better hand me a jersey real quick or uh, I'm going to alert the press. You think that's going to fucking fly for a whole lot longer? I don't think it is. I don't think it is. I think people are like, no, 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 no. You suck at stuff. We got to call it what it is, man. Or lady. Or whatever you're calling yourself. Zork McGork. Yeah, I'm talking to you, Zork McGork, you son of a bitch. Man, oh man, little giants. I know I'm getting off on all these periphery points, but they're all related to little giants. Loosely. Loosely. Okay. Okay. This is a great episode of DarbyCast Monday Sports. Each DarbyCast kind of takes on a, a bit of a life of its own, and, and that's the nature of it. And some of you are like, dude, you should structure this better. And I say to you, you may be right. But until such a time, I like how this plays. I'm going to be honest with you. I think a lot of the other uh, listeners do, too. They're like, yeah, it's, a, it's all over the place, but I'm into it. Hope people say that like 15 times per podcast. And once every two minutes or so, they're just like, yeah, this is kind of, uh, it's really pinballs all over the place. But uh, I like it. Maybe I'll just wrap this one up. Wrap this one up. Really drive home the point. Like Danny O'Shea, why were you such a pushover? And then why did you try to blame your divorce on your daughter and be like, well, this we're in this together because uh, yeah, we've got pretty equal parts in this. Your mom left us. Danny, I take issue with you saying that. I take a little issue with you saying that. Little giants. Honestly, go watch it and have your childhood wrecked and be like, damn it, I'm identifying more with the, the sentiments of the guy who is supposed to be the bad dude. Fuck. I don't know. Maybe some of you are still like, no, no, no. Kids should be able to, they should never have to uh, be able to discern their egos from their abilities. That's simply not okay. It's like, ah, if you're on that school of thought, if you're on that wavelength, you have grown up and you that was probably done to you. It was they were telling you they were doing it for you, but it was done to you. Let's make no mistake about that. And that sure makes you grow up with the the mindset of a child, does it not? Child who's always looking for like somebody help. Somebody help. Push over pops. He can't really do that. He can't help you in this scenario. So they look to the government. They look to the government. 
look to corporations. They say, you need to, you need to protect me and, and, and put me on the team, put me on your engineering team. Yeah. I know there's more qualified people. I know there's people who would be way better for you in a, from a monetary standpoint, more worth the investment and give you better output. But like, how bad do they feel that they deserve the job? Because I have 100% confidence in myself that I deserve this. It's like, oh. And companies, they still haven't gotten the, the memo. Maybe they're in on it, right? Maybe they're in on it and they're like, like, yeah, we've got all these tech and AI solutions. We don't really need workers that much anymore. But if we just like, I don't know, gave people jobs and then kind of virtue signal to people that we're like good people, even though that we've uh, raped the economic and political landscape of the country for quite some time now. What about that? What if we just virtue signal? What about that? Little giants. Man, little giants. Yeah, no wonder you got all these fucking idiot perpetual man children and uh and lady children just walking around demanding that the world be more fair to them. It's like, what the fuck do you think this is? How deluded are you? You understand that that the world is in a perpetual state of competition that we all are. Some of us team up and cooperate, but for the most part, we're all kind of competing. The animal kingdom is no different. Listen, I don't know how long this podcast will stay on the air because people will eventually catch wind of it and they're going to be like, whoa, 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 this guy's a lunatic. It's like, yeah, am I? I feel like I'm saying stuff that's like pretty straightforward and weaving in some key jokes, some key fucking jokes. Icebox just gets really into weightlifting, has the broadest back you've ever seen. She owns like 15 cats and she's like, I'm happy. I'm so happy. I'm so happy. Honestly, I'm so happy. She posts, she's one of those gals who posts on, on Instagram, like a happy picture a day. Like I love life. Everything's good. And it's like, Oh, you're hurting so bad. Oh, your father failed you. Didn't he? Oh, he did. Oh, your father failed you in a big way. Didn't he? And it's not all your pop's fault. You know, dudes are, were raised on the same shit We're raised on the same fucking movies. They're told, oh yeah, it's okay to be like a, you know, kind of a scrawny pipsqueak who, who uh, rallies around people who aren't that good at stuff, but who feel as though they, uh, they should get a seat at the table. Like, yeah, there's a, there's like an entire generation that's fallen victim to this. I think what surprised a lot of people, what will surprise a lot of people in the next five years is when. Gen Z becomes incredibly right wing. Yeah, it's going to be a little bit freaky for people. I think a lot of people are going to be like, oh boy, we pushed all this uh, nonsense for a little too long, didn't we? Appears as though everything's snapping back. I think the only way to avoid that is uh, yeah, probably euthanizing a lot of people, you know, just killing people. Yeah, that's, a, that's a pleasant thought. Little giants. Yeah, little giants just helps. Help spur all these, you know, food for thought kind of halfway loosely related comments and remarks where I'm just like, man, runaway freight train. How long has this been going on? How fucking long has this been going on? And maybe I'm just an idiot and I don't know enough stuff. Chances are I am like, let's be totally clear. I'm not good at most things. I'm like, okay at this. At best, I'm okay. 
I feel like I'm shitty at most things. It's okay, though. Good at a couple things. And that's getting me by. Can you imagine if I showed up at a women's club and I was like, I want to be your president? And they're like, well, why is that? And I'd be like, I feel like an empowered woman today. That's why. You don't let me do this. You're oppressing me. Can you believe how long this has been allowed to go on? That people haven't been like, hey, 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 um, this is ridiculous. You know that, right? Like, if you're not good at something, you shouldn't be doing it. Nor should people be bending over backwards to your angry tantrums, your uh, little recreational outrage. And be like, this is not fair. It's like, oh, boy. Yeah, nature of reality. Yeah, it's not fair. It's not fair. Yeah, we're all subjectively experiencing an objective reality. But your, uh, your reality has been, boy, has it been painted by little giants. That kind of garbage. And listen, I was there, too. I was there, too. But you eventually kind of grow up a little bit and you're like, wait a tick, things are fucked up. Things are a little fucked up. Maybe we shouldn't let these people with perpetual victim syndrome and grievances about stuff that is completely out of everybody's control. It's like, yeah, you're dealt a shitty hand sometimes. You just got to play it. You just got to fucking play it. Yeah, I've got, listen, I've been bummed out before and I've been, I'm, you know, I could have internalized that and be like, well, I'm a bummed out person. I need, you know, the world, uh, I need the government to give me handouts. Go little giants. I could have been like that, but no, I was like, I'm going to use this and I'm going to figure out how to make things work for myself. Yeah. How about that? Oh man, what a weird fucking world we live in. And I'll have to expound upon upon these ideas as uh as more and more people start listening and they're like, this guy's a piece of shit. He's a piece of shit. And I'll just be like, eh, I just don't think you understand anything through a lens. I don't know that that most adults do. It's okay, but like, yeah, we're gonna stop listening to you. Turns out that your age has no correlation with uh, your mental faculties. We probably shouldn't listen to you and your tantrums and your tirades and uh, your inability to discern your ego from your abilities. Right? Shouldn't we, uh, shouldn't we just kind of scale back on that? Is this happening right now? Hopefully I'm speaking this out to the universe and a lot of people will be like, yeah, that's actually, yeah, that's a good call. Yeah, maybe we should... Have a couple hard conversations with people and be like, yeah, you're not good at sports. Hey, Icebox, I know right now you're at a similar stage of development uh, where you can kind of compete in football, but in two years, a single tackle will turn you into quadriplegic. And we still think it's okay if you want to play sports, but there's got to be, there's got to be some kind of balance. Like maybe we don't put you into MMA. Maybe we don't put you into football. And I like the idea of you playing on a, Maybe a soccer team or uh, or lacrosse if you're feeling like you got to have some of that physicality. There's no problem there. But yeah, football's a little out of your range, Icebox. And you do understand your uh, your father's just roped you into something that's very weird. He can't accept his own his own limitations, and so he's projecting that onto you, and you in turn are projecting that out onto other people. Good God, the failure. Of fatherhood. Go little giants. Right? I think that'll do it for today. Start the week off with a 
with a bang. Like, oh, Kevin Harlan, bang, right? DarbyCast, like, subscribe, share. If you know somebody who would hate this, send it to them. You know, I keep saying like, hey, if you know somebody who would like this, send it to them. I say you take an opposite approach this week. Yeah, this whole week we'll take an opposite approach. Send it to people who, who you know who would fucking hate this. Send it to somebody who would just be like, who would write a blog post about it or an angry tweet or an Instagram post and, and just be like, this is bullshit. It's like, okay, all right. I'll just deal with it. I'll just deal with it. It will say some shit. They'll be like, this is fucking bullshit. And I'll be like, man, maybe you're right. Boy, is there no comeback from, yeah, maybe you're right. Argument over. It's almost as effective as a, come on now, y'all. Out of a fellow named Troy living in Freedom Town, USA. Boy Brody's hucking footballs out of the back of a pickup truck. Can we remake Little Giants but have it be realistic? Wouldn't that be crazy? That'd be like a 10-minute movie. Where it's like, yeah, we picked the good kids. And then and then the dads actually, uh, of the kids who didn't make the team, they take their kids aside and be like, hey, I know you didn't make the team, but if you're really set on football, we can we can train together. We can try to get you better. We can do that. I still want you to be in good shape. I want you to... Uh, I still want you to be physically active and fit, but maybe your skills aren't quite suited for football. And, you know, you're pretty good at a couple other things. Let's keep working on those things. And, yeah, let's just develop you as a complete person. But let's not try to go so heavily on your worst areas of expertise. Maybe we, uh, maybe we scale back on that a little bit. DarbyCast Sports Monday. Like, subscribe, share, send to somebody who would fucking hate it.